Welcome to the Joy of Film podcast. I am your host, Jordan Alseka. Kevin Schaefer. Kelsey Lair. And uh, we are here today to discuss Power Rangers. We are. The long-awaited slash dreaded reboot. Uh, <laughs> it's weird to call it a reboot with the show still been airing this whole time, but yeah. a reboot well, it's a of the original. Morphin. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if you your ears do not deceive you, Rich is not here today. Uh, it's okay. a first for the podcast. Right. But he was unable to see the movie, and he's not the biggest Power Rangers fan. The three of us certainly are. If you've ever <laughs> listened to the show or looked at the website or followed us on social media, a lot of Power Rangers love in the room yeah. right now. Well, and you know, he was disappointed he couldn't come today, but at the same time, Power Rangers is such a select fan base that... You really need the hardcore people to talk about this and with a, a, the right perspective, you know? To say um, the least, we are a little bit... We were talking last night, and Kelsey and I are snobs about very few things. We we're are pretty open. <laughs> but Power Rangers but is it's the someone, one snob thing. You know, we kind of... We, we do the we do the bit of the, you know, the glasses push and the, the hipster hat tip. Someone's <laughs> like, oh, my favorite Ranger is, is Tommy from the original series. It's like, well, actually. Yeah, yeah. Like, there are so many better Rangers. Sure, like... But, you know, really, we, we just love it. We love that people want to see this movie, hopefully. Uh, you know, and, and then it maybe gets this six-picture deal they're talking yeah, that about. Was, yeah, that uh, was However we feel about the film, it's impossible not to watch Power Rangers stuff for us. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about the movie, but we're also going to talk about all the usual things we discuss, such as news, other things we've been watching, and, uh, you know, whatever else pops to mind. And sure. it's going to be a fun time. It so will. we're going to start off with some news, yes. which Kevin has a few stories queued up. Sure. And why don't you tell us, what are we talking about first? Okay, so the first couple news stories I wanted to hit on was, um, so we've been talking about the podcast about um, Valiant Entertainment's plan for a cinematic universe um, that's been in the works for a while, and they have the web series Ninjak vs. the Valiant Universe coming out this year. Um, but they dropped some big announcements in the last couple weeks. Um, the first one uh, was this week that uh, the Archer and Armstrong movie will be directed by the director of Zombieland. Um, my name is the name of the Rob. You are. Ka- Ka- <laughs> I'm the worst at remembering these names. Someone, uh, uh, we're prepared as ever. We are, as always, as always. always we're, uh, but prepared. we're going to the internet right now. But anyway, say... I know it was the Zombieland director, um, which, I, I mean, just right off the bat, I think that's a really good choice. Um, Arch and Armstrong is a very fun action comedy, and I think that um, that kind of perspective... Ruben Fleischer? Ruben Fleischer, that was right, yeah. See, that's not a name you can easily remember, no. so... Um, no, we're good, it's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was the, that dropped this week. Um, what do you guys think about that? You're I, a big Archer fan, so... Yeah. It is one of the first Valiant books... Well, really, the first first was Quantum and Woody, sure. which is coming to TV right, from we'll talk about that the Russos. Yeah. Uh, but as far as Archer and Armstrong, this feels like a good pick. It's it's hard to... It's been a while since I've seen Zombieland. I saw it sure. in theaters. But that seems like the right right impulse. I, right. I actually think maybe he'd be a better fit for the zanier Quantum and Woody, but yeah. Arch, if they're doing that as a show, Archer and Armstrong... Uh, I think I think it's going to be well done, well handled. Yeah. Hopefully, I want all of these things because I really like the Valiant universe. And right, right. As many projects as they seem to be throwing out there now, you it's it's you worry a little maybe sure. that they're overreaching. Sure. But this seems like a solid start for Archer and Armstrong. Sure. Archer and Armstrong to me, like when I read it, it's like um, sort of a Tintin comic. It has that very classic adventurous feel. It's an action comedy. Um, the characters are very much like that. You have this like young um do-gooder righteous kid and then this immortal drunkard who's um traveling to time basically i mean that's you know and it's just the crazy adventures they get into and 
Um, there's a lot I love about the book, so I think it is an interesting choice. But Kelsey, have you read Archer? And Armstrong? I haven't read Archer and Armstrong. Okay, yeah. The only Valiant I've read is Quantum and Woody. Okay, and cool. I, Do you have Archer and Armstrong? Was I it don't. ever in one of those comics? It wasn't. It wasn't ever. Gotcha. No, no. I know. You, you got to go to NC Comic Con with us because they have a Valiant table there all the time that gives like five trades for thirty bucks. And That's awesome. amazing. Yeah, yeah no, I, I need to. Yeah, I like Valiant a lot. I just I don't read it as much as. Sure. I would like to. I'm not as I big guess. yet. In, no, I but know. But there's a lot of it But now. I mean, yeah. I love Quantum and Woody. Like, it's in, like, my top five favorite comic books that I'm reading. Sure. So it's like, they uh, branch out. They had a very good crossover with uh, the people we're talking. Archer and Armstrong. <laughs> that was very entertaining, too. Yeah. Which might be a good place to start, because they kind of give the backstories on each group. Right. The Delinquents is the name of that miniseries. Right, right. Um, cause yeah, and, and you know, it's an interesting lineup so far, cause we know we have this, the first ones they announced were Bloodshot and Harbingers, um, which I've not read Harbingers yet, I've read some Bloodshot. Really my favorite Valiant books are Exo Manowar, um, which, I mean, I love to death, but that is also the hardest one to adapt because it's so cinematic and so, it's both serialized and it's, would require tremendous special effects and everything, sure. so, mm-hmm. um, it's hard to pull off. Archer Armstrong is a good one to kind of balance that out that, it could be really self-contained, um, you know, maybe spawn a sequel or so, but, like, um, you can have it as a really good kind of, like, almost modern Indiana Jones Tintin kind of feel well, I think to the, it. the majority of the Valiant books do a good job of having the corners of the universe they inhabit. They Quantum and Woody is standalone, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Oh, so is Archer and Armstrong. I mean, Archer will show up uh, in other books. Armstrong, particularly, will show up in his brother's books. Right, And right. team up with them, but usually, for the most part... You just read the original oh, yeah. Archer and Armstrong or the the Rafer Roberts written follow up right, right. without reading any other. Uh, excuse me, no <laughs> professionalism <laughs> uh, without reading any other Archer, uh, any other Valiant titles. Yeah, um, and that's what I love about the universe is that um, you have all these characters and like when I recommend people to read Valiant comics, what I tell them usually is to start with the Valiant, the crossover, because that gives you kind of a good feel of the universe and the characters. And from there, you can kind of see, okay, which ones do I really like and want to know more about and know their stories? And so, and there's um, a lot of natural continuation. It is, you can yeah. go right into Bloodshot Reborn. Exactly, right? yeah. Or into Ninjak, right. right into any, any countless number yeah. of books. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so that's a really interesting um, promise. I don't know, if, I can't remember if they announced any screenwriters for that, but, um, but I'm excited for what Ruben Flesher could do. Um, there wasn't really much more information about when it's supposed to come out, I don't think. But, It'll probably um, be a while. Yeah, no, about the other it's still movies the plans, that, but, you know. Um, but the fact that we have a, you know, a title on a director is a, it's a good promise there. Um, good potential. Um, but yeah, the other one is the Quantum and Woody show, which I'm more, even more excited about. I love Quantum and Woody. No, I, in the, with the Russos? Yeah, that's like, the thing. No, the Russos and also... The, their follow-up to Infinity War. <laughs> that's the, Quantum mean, and Woody. But it's the perfect about because the Russos came from Community, and then they did... No, they're TV, TV right. from way back. Right, and then they're teaming up with the screenwriters of Ant-Man, which is perfect, I think, because... Um, Quantum of Woody is just, that's actually the only Valiant book that I've also read the 90s stuff from because I got they have like at Ultimate uh, um, the collection of yeah, the, 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 like the Q2 right. or the Return or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and so I've read some of that as well and yeah I just really love those characters and um, the interplay between them um, that's another one where you have like this juxtaposition of um, a do-gooder and an amateur like cowboy type character you mm-hmm. know um and it makes for a really fun dynamic and um it's even more irreverent yes, over the top exactly silly kind of humor of Absolutely. just whatever and and i what i really appreciate about it is it's one of those books where 
some of the humor will be very specific and very deep cut. Yes. And if you don't get it, you're not going to get it. But if exactly. you do get it, you just then, yeah. it's like crazy <laughs> that anyone made that reference. Exactly. There's a reference to the um, there's a there's a clip of from the Hercules series in the '90s where he just yells disappointed. <laughs> and there's a there's a joke based around that in the the Quantum and Woody run. So it's like it's crazily specific humor, but yeah. so funny when it lands. Oh, most yeah. of it does land just because it's very well written by James Asmus. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah. um, so that also will be a while, but I mean, still, what a team you've got um, on that. So I can't wait to see you know that eventually come to fruition. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, it'll be an interesting step going from the research going from Infinity Wars to this. But like, um, but I think smaller it's a, thing. I probably. think it's oh, I think it's a great thing. I mean, because you know, like. Um, you know, they returning to their TV roots and they're kind of combining, um, two of their loves, you know, superheroes and comedy, um, both of which they've proven that they can do. Um, exactly. And so, I mean, I think that's a really, and I think a TV show is a perfect format for that. Um, you know, you can really have fun with a serialized format. Yeah. Um, and they have enough, they have enough adventures that you could just do them, but sure. they're not so reverential that you can't just make stuff up exactly, yeah. and have fun with Quantum and Woody. Sure. Uh, and I hope that show, A, gets made, because sure. TV is a long, arduous process sure. from, yeah, we're going to do make, start working on this to actually seeing it on TV. Right. You know, ask something like Marvel's Most Wanted, which right, <laughs> right. seemed like a shoe in <laughs> to get made, and it didn't. Yep. And then it so, didn't, yeah. who knows? Uh, but we'll see more on that in the future. We'll definitely bring it back up Uh both on, more, probably on the TV show, but they kind of went together, these sure. two stories. Sure, uh, But I guess the big one is what came out yesterday. yesterday. this was. Um, and there was, a, of course, a teaser for it, because we live in a world where there's There were teasers several teasers. For from we, teasers for trailers. Thursday, like, Thursday we saw Justice League trailer, da-da-da-da, yeah. and it was like, oh, it's just all of the teasers, right, but no right. one video. Right, one video. Um, but yeah, so the first big official Justice League trailer came out yesterday, because we had the Comic-Con teaser um, last summer, but... This was a more full-on trailer. Traditional uh, trailer. Traditional, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's been in the works for a long time. I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts first? I'm like... I wasn't... So, because I'm not... I don't know. The trailer made me a little more excited than I have sure, been. Sure, sure. But that's, like, excited is even the wrong word. Like, yeah. I was, like, looking forward slightly to it. Slightly more. Right, right, I guess right, right. is the, Slightly more, it. maybe it won't suck. Yeah, yeah. Slightly, no, not that. Slightly more, it might be entertaining at least. Yeah, yeah, that's what. I so, mean. so probably dumb but fun. Dumb but fun, which is what, which is fine with me. I don't. Which care. I'd rather have than another gloomy DC like takes no, itself it seems, too seriously. There was bright lights in that. There was yeah. color in yeah, that no. trailer. I think right. you put a spotlight in one of these movies. They're more bright. I, I, yeah. It definitely had more. I don't know. Uh, you, I felt like the light was a bit, it was there at times, and obviously there's a scene where he's in, like, I guess a foreign country in the middle yeah. of the day. It's still great overcast. No, it is. Uh, like, I think he's in, like, a Russian fishing yeah, village. Yeah, I think it's Russian like... fishing village, where he finds Aquaman. Yeah. Which he actually calls Aquaman in the trailer. Right. Uh, which was fun. I mean, as a big Justice League fan, if it turns out to be good and entertaining, that's great and I'll enjoy it. If it doesn't, I can't say I'll be disappointed because then I can just go back and watch the Justice League animated series for the millionth time. That's the thing. Yeah, no. It's it's hard. 
lot of movies you you have expectations and then you're right. disappointed. Right. After after three DC films, I'm not going in with any expectations. I'm yeah, like, and yeah. I refuse. Even if this trailer was amazing, I think all of the films have had good trailers. Yeah, the Man of Steel one, I would still watch that trailer over and over again. It's, it's like I want to see that trailer. movie. Yes, <laughs> that, good. that trailer was amazing, and it got me stoked about the movie. And then the movie happened, and I was like, okay. Um, I just, I'm excited. Barry Allen though seems funny, and I like Barry the actor who yeah. plays him. He uh, is in. There's something wrong with Kevin. I liked him a lot in that. And Ezra I haven't Miller. seen yeah. Ezra Miller, and I haven't seen Fantastic Beast, but I heard he's really good right, in that. Right. And I like. He also cracked a joke. He was like, "What's your yeah. superpower?" And he's like, "I'm rich." Now, right. no, like, there, there yeah. are some <laughs> solid jokes. Um, I just my biggest problem is it still looks extremely CGI. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, well, and especially yeah. well, they all there were also stuff going around yesterday saying that. Cyborg story will be at the core of the movie, which makes sense because the last Justice League origin was the New Fifty Two one, mm. and Cyborg plays a prominent role in well, that. Well, and he's made um, of a mother box, right? Right, like the right, exactly. Force. Yeah, with the parademons and everything, and so, um, and I mean, Cyborg is one of my favorite characters from the comics, and his look in the movie still hasn't sold me. It's just like you mean the through. Nvidia graphics card? Yeah, pretty much. Like, <laughs> yeah, the more like, of it we saw in that. Trailer. Like I mean, just look at it in comparison with like the action figure I have on top of my bookshelf. Like the figure just looks so much cooler and like more intact and yeah, I would uh, ideally there would be some mix between because I think CGI is inevitable with that character. Oh absolutely. But a mix of but, that but, and more of a Robocop that Robocop is what I would want out of that you know like mm-hmm. I'm not because uh, don't get me wrong I'm not anti-CG at all it's just like but there's good CG there's bad CG and you need a deft hand looks, you need a deft hand and with that one there's no reason why they can't just do like a solid mix of like a Robocop type suit with some CG to um sort of flesh it's it out really it. it's like an issue of it doesn't I, I, his head bothers me. It doesn't it does. look like it doesn't quite look, matches up. It right. doesn't look proportional, yeah. and it's just like I know that's a super nitpicky thing, but it's like well, you're, we're expected be, to believe this character. Right, we're expected to believe him, and if he's going to play such a big role in the movie, then and he's one of my favorite characters, then I want him to look good. Um, yeah, I think the only problem is that because it's uh, you know a Zack Snyder film, and Zack Snyder is known for his like very CG movies. Right, That's right. his trademark. Sure. Being a CG character on top of all the CG stuff, sure. you kind of, like, you lose him a little bit in the background. Right, right. In a lot of scenes. Yeah, a lot of Well, the... it's like, the CG works so well for, like, a character like Dr. Manhattan, but yeah. with this one where there's still a human face there, you need some kind of balance, you know? You know, there's yeah. there's an argument to be made, maybe... Maybe it's, I mean, the movie's, what, uh, seven months away? Eight months yeah. away still? Yeah. So obviously there's time to touch all this stuff right, up, and right, I'm sure right. it's still in post-production. Oh, it is. And no, they wanted a trailer, no, yeah. so they probably rushed it, but just the, there was an emptiness to the backgrounds on yeah, when he's yeah. riding on the Batmobile or when Barry's running through yeah. the Speed Force. Everything just felt, it felt like a 90s show where it's like, we just need some kind of CGI Somebody, nonsense yeah, 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 in the yeah. back to fill stuff out. And hopefully it'll look, I would hope it looks better sure, in the sure. film, because visually there's a lot of fun, because there are fun moments. I like the fact that Aquaman seems to be enjoying himself more than right. he seemed like he was going to be overly serious. And Gordon gets like a one-liner in there, you know? Like yeah, there's a good one-liner. Yeah, yeah. um, there's a lot to hopefully want to like, but again, sure. it's, it's hard to it's hard to get excited about these right, movies. Right, right, right. Hopefully Wonder Woman will break the curse and that's, be really good. That's what I'm hoping. Um, but that's what, two more, three more months? God. Is it June? It's June or July. I think it's June. I think it is June, yeah. Spider-Man's July. Spider-Man's right, July. Yeah. So, so three more months till that. Um, I think it comes out the week after Heroes Con. Okay. Maybe. Um, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see what is in store. I just really yeah. hope... <sighs> Zack Snyder doesn't really have a good movie to his name. You know, we were, I was looking at his I filmography. I like Watchmen more than most people. What are you talking about? But... 300. 
<laughs> I like Watchmen more than most people. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, I mean, I grew up on the Bruce Tim animated universe, and so any time if you know this doesn't turn out to be good, I won't be terribly disappointed because. I just go back and rewatch the animated series, and which sure. I love to death, and it has and it's, it's, amazing stories. It's the, and if nothing else, you know the the Arrowverse on TV is doing yeah. a really good job of being yeah. a more fun. Right, right. I mean, when the characters aren't getting caught up in their own movies. Right, right, right. <laughs> but we'll we'll see with Justice League. Yeah. I just hope. I hope it's fun. I hope it's not the worst superhero movie of the year. Although it's a tall order. There's a lot of good stuff coming out. Yeah, no. I mean, this year is pretty. I mean. More than not, I'm excited about the ones coming out this year. Yeah, because Logan was Amazing. a masterpiece. Yeah. Uh, go listen to that episode if you haven't. Right. It's the most recent one. Yes. Recent film episode. Uh, we got Guardians, Guardians 2, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Uh, and then Wonder Woman and... Thor. Thor. Yeah. Oh, Thor. Yeah, I forgot. Man, there's yeah, so yeah. many Marvel there's movies There's a lot coming out this year. Yeah. Uh, so is Justice League the one I'm least excited about? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's only... But that's, like, that's, I mean... Which it's up against stiff st- yeah. competition. Yeah, right. it, 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 there's a stat cast. I feel like even if it was good, like looked better than it was, it's still yeah. And I mean, even even going up against Wonder Woman, I'm I'm just more excited to see a Wonder Woman movie, right, movie right. finally. And I like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, sure, so sure. You know, I'm hopeful that's going to be entertaining. Sure, that theme song though, it's a great theme. Um, so yeah, is that it for news? Yeah, those were the only ones I wanted to touch on. All right, uh, so those are the big things. Now we're going to talk about what we've been watching, which. Kelsey and I have a lot in common, probably, yes. uh, in terms of films. And we all saw Power Rangers, obviously, but we'll be yeah. getting to that. Uh, sure. So, I guess, Kevin, why don't you start us okay, off? Cool. What, did you, what have you watched recently? So, this weekend, I watched a couple. Um, one was last night, I watched iBoy on Netflix, which okay. I don't know if you see it. Did you see This the, is the trailer. So, this is the one where the guy, his iPhone he, blows up and he gets powers he, from it? So, he gets shot and, um, and yeah, he gets uh, shreds of an iPhone like um implanted into his brain and yeah he gets powers where he can tap into electronic devices and this huge network and all that um oh. and so he goes for revenge it's a british science fiction superhero thriller i'm um, curious how yeah. this was because the trailer i was like this could go either way right, right. really dumb we're actually kind of entertaining so. i liked it overall i mean it's a very it's pretty dark and um it's a more dark gritty thriller kind of not um but still follows a lot of the superhero tropes in terms of its plot. Um, and, yeah, I mean, they're, like... Well, it, I mean, it comments on um, stuff where it's kind of corny and stuff, but um, I think what sold me for it was it was pretty well-directed. Um, there wasn't, like, an abundance of action scenes or anything, but, like, stylistically it was cool, and I really liked the chemistry between um, Mizey Williams from Game of Thrones and then... Um, the actor who plays Ivoy um, is the kid who played young Magneto in X-Men First Class. Okay. Um, so I thought they both did a really good job. Um, but yeah, it's just, I mean, um, so it's set in London. Um, it, it, you know, it's got a very like dark aesthetic to it because there's a lot of nighttime scenes and um, and the villains are scumbags. And <laughs> they're like, um, so that's where it gets pretty gritty and stuff. But uh, I enjoyed it overall. I thought it was decent. That's um, and good. it's uh, just a quick 90 minutes, so... Um, but yeah, there wasn't, like, an abundance of action or anything, but um, it was, you know, I mean, the plot's, like, pretty straightforward. But, yeah, whereas I thought that was going to be... Because I read about it in SFX, the um, British Science Fiction Magazine, last week, and that's when I heard about it. And I was like, this sounds weird. But... 
Um, but it was kind of cool, you know. I'm glad that they didn't really try to make some crazy point about technology or anything. It's just like this is his ability; he can tap it in that work and uses that. Um, but it it didn't go into that like super convoluted phase or anything like that. It pretty much kept the narrative pretty straightforward. Okay. Um, so I recommend checking it out. Um, the other one was on, this is one I had seen a while, but it had been a while, and I remember really liking it back in the day, but, um, ha- but Knowing by Alex Proyas, I don't know if you've ever seen it, it's is a Nicolas the, Cage one. Is that um, the, that's, that's the alleged good Nicolas Cage I where love he knows it. the no. future? I, yes, that's the one. There's two, and then, no, <laughs> there's, no, two. Okay, there's next two, is, next, next is the is other terrible. one. I've, I've seen both of those, and I saw them both around the same time. They're also both on Netflix, and so... Um, I haven't seen Next since it came out, but like I watched that back in the day, and yeah, it's like that. Next, yeah, we is watched just a... it last year. Okay, yeah, sometime. Next, Next, yeah. yes, we did. Next oh, is yeah, just a real dumb. yeah. Next is just a dumb action movie. Knowing is amazing. It's this because um, uh, Alex, it's an Alex Price film where um, Nicholas Cage plays this MIT professor who um, his son gets this message from a time capsule that was buried in his school 50 years ago and the message is all these numbers and they spell out apocalyptic events and like like um and like the last one is like for the apocalypse um and it's like but it's such a really it's such well told from yeah i mean characterization storytelling performances are good the effects are amazing um it's you know has some interesting spiritual themes it has i mean asks good questions in it um like i said it doesn't uh, there's never a point where it like goes in a super predictable manner. It keeps you engaged all throughout. Um, so no, I remember enjoying it when it came out, but it had been years since I'd seen it. So mm-hmm. I rewatched that on Friday. But I that's one I would highly recommend checking out if you haven't before. It's been on our watch list for a yeah. while. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I will say you mentioning uh, or you talking about Eyeball reminded me mm-hmm. of another film because. Okay. It's been interesting seeing because after Chronicle, I would have expected more of these not franchise but right. superpower movies, right, and right. it seems like they're finally starting to come out because we saw the trailer for Slight, Slight yeah. last night, and it's about this kid. I'm trying to think, I've seen this. Um, he's got he's a he's a street magician basically, okay. but he actually has powers. Okay. Um, and he starts to kind of develop them, and he has to use batteries, I think, to like, power like, himself up they, a little. They say it's it's like Iron Man meets Chronicle, so it seems like he okay. like makes a device which enhances his magical abilities. I okay. don't know; it's very difficult because I know that he's like he needs batteries. He's like making things. Yeah, and, and it's a lot of be... it's a lot of freezing stuff in midair. Right, like, right, right, right. It's it was weird. The main reason it stood out to me is Dulé Hill from Psych plays a mob boss in it <laughs> and it was it was very much like not that actors can't do other stuff but you right, know when right. you see yeah, eight years of him being kind of the goofy best friend it's like oh he's he's a no, mob boss he's like, yeah. he's like here's your gun we're gonna go kill some people i was like oh yeah he oh. Takes well that's what happened with brian cranston going to breaking bad that is he came true from yeah. Yeah. In the middle. yeah but it uh it looked interesting just along that same line it's supposed to i think it's in may or june that it comes yeah, out okay like uh it looks it looks interesting is along it like those lines. indie or um i think it's I mean, it was a. We saw it in a theater, so okay. I yeah, assume yeah. it's going to be some studio. But what was that lower budget? Definitely. What was that one last year too? I haven't seen it yet, but um, Midnight gotcha. Special. Yes. Yeah, that was. We. I keep coming to that like in the middle on HBO, and yeah, I can't watch it. Oh, gotcha, yeah, yeah, it's like gotcha. I could go to it. And I'm just like middle again. I'm like, why? Uh, it's probably on demand. Honestly, no, yeah, I've so. heard like mixed things, but I do want to check that out. Yeah. I know it got. Yeah, it. It seemed to. Ha- it has a following. Definitely. Sure. I like Michael Shannon. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So yeah, any other movies you've been watching? Um, those are the main two. This one, yeah, other than that, just TV. So really, I guess the only one we saw was—I mean, we saw a couple. We watched uh, "Most Likely to Die." Yep. Okay. Which is a tenth uh, anniversary themed slasher film. Okay. Uh, which here's the thing: if you're going, we saw what we watched three horror movies last night. This movie should the Belko Experiment is the one we're going to get to. Yeah. But uh, just as kind of a preview for how disappointing that was relatively the most exciting kill we saw was it most likely to die not the belgo experiment <laughs> yeah. but it's a great kill no, it's great so so just to, to set the stage um there's basically the theme of the movie it's like a bunch of characters come back together at a lake house for their 10th anniversary right. and uh they start getting killed off and the the killer is this he calls it he's the graduate and he wears like full graduation robes and, okay. uh, and a mask and he's got the you know the hat and the the tassel and all that yeah. cap and tassel and uh, there's one scene where he just, like, ki- he kicks a door in, he takes his hat, because it's sharpened, like, earlier in the movie, he used it to slash someone's throat, mm-hmm. and he just, like, like, ninja stars it through a person's throat and, like, uh-huh. pins him to a wall, and then, after he takes his hat out, he, like, throws her on a table and just literally rips her head off from the wound. Yeah, and just dumps it to the side. <laughs> Aside okay. from the physical impossibility yeah. of doing that. <laughs> I, I was just, like, we were sitting there, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> um... So it was one of those big over the top kills. Yeah, with a movie like this, it goes either way. A lot right, of right. a lot of slashers on Netflix, you're just gonna get yeah. really lame. Oh, they killed him type kills. This one was actually kind of fun. All the kills were themed around like uh, the party has all the characters most likely to in the yearbooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so one of them was like most likely to uh, see their name in lights. And so he like strings up this character in a bunch of like Christmas lights. And, oh and spells her name out over her head. And there aren't they aren't all as fun as you want them to be, but there was at least a theme pushing the kills okay. forward. That's kind of fun. Most likely to die. Okay. Um, you know what? It was it was solidly entertaining for okay. what it was. I read uh, some list like a week ago on Den of Geek that was like the thirty or thirty three best horror movies on Netflix right now. It probably doesn't crack that list. Yeah, but but there know, was that, but I think they put like they put some like bad ones on there just for like like you said like a scene or so like i think they yeah, have sometimes they, there they are movies v- yeah that are worth watching for one scene right they like they um, put like vhs2 on there for some reason like yeah is there a good segment in vhs2 not that i can remember i think they yeah i don't know i have to go back and look at it but, i have to go back yeah. yeah i have to go back and look at which one is in it but i don't remember and it was a lot that name mean, is, is the cult in vhs2 I can't remember. If the cult is in VHS 2, then yes, that is good. <laughs> but, like, if it's not, then no, I don't remember. Um, but, yeah, that one was just kind of all right, right? Yeah, it wasn't anything that, you know. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it was a there. Good, it's a good slasher movie. If you just like watching a lot of horror, uh, yeah. Yeah, know. if you're looking for a dumb slasher movie, okay. I'd recommend it. Right, it, cool. it does its job well enough, and it's only, what, an hour 20? It's only an hour 20. It's, okay. It moves at a brisk clip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a high boy is straight 90 minutes. So one like, you should yeah. avoid because it was terrible, and I don't know why we did it to ourselves after we went to the Belco experiment. And we're building up to this because it's obviously <laughs> right, the one right. everyone probably wants to hear about if yes. they want to hear about any of this. Right, right. No, what? This next one is what people want to hear about. We watched Avalanche Sharks on Netflix. Oh my gosh. After midnight, it's like, it's 1230, and yeah. uh, Tim's like, we should watch one more bad oh horror movie. And so we were like, mm, sure, Avalanche Sharks. Uh, it was, it was, you know. Do I, okay, just describe the plot in one, like, can you, in like one sentence. In one sentence, uh, yeah. when mystical totems on a mountain are knocked over, the uh, Skrokum? Skokum. The Skokum, which are ghost Skokum? sharks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skokum. Yeah. Skokum something like that, okay. right. uh, are freed to terrorize the resort. I gotta watch this. That's, uh, that's it's, that, like, you know, yeah. look, if you've seen one, like, the Sharknado movies are terrible. Yeah, yeah. And they've, they've gotten to this weird place of at least having all these stupid celebrity cameos. Right, right. 
Um, and God, I think the fifth one's coming out this summer. Yeah. But, you know, a lot. this is, it's your standard run-of-the-mill sci-fi Canadian right, right. film, excuse me, where it's just, you know, an excuse to do some bad CGI kills, right, right. have a really weak romance plot, maybe. Um, maybe have one, ce- this one didn't even have one big celebrity. Like, a lot of these at least yeah. have one washed-up yeah, yeah, yeah. celebrity to, sure, to, sure. to lighten up the scenes a little. This one didn't even have that, but it it's apparently a loose sequel to Sand Sharks. Yeah, so you might want to watch that first. <laughs> well, I gotta know they what happens do, in that. Yeah. Exactly, we were very yeah. lost. We were lost for a while, right, to right, be honest. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it, it at least had the fun. I think the best shark movie... Um, Outside of Jaws. <laughs> the best shark movie is uh, Ghost Shark. Because Ghost okay. Shark is literally a shark that can appear from any body of water. So there's like a scene okay. in that where someone's drinking from a cup of water and, and Ghost Shark explodes out. Like, oh and God. it's really bad graphics and all that. But but the situations are ludicrous. Right, right. This has a little of this. There's a hot tub kill where the, the Ghost Shark explodes from a hot tub. But for the most part, you just see a lot of fins with okay. mystical scrawlings on they them. They were like ice sharks. Like, they seemed like they were made of ice. Yeah. So they would just appear and attack people, and, you know, it was a really dumb movie. It's the yeah. sort of thing they just make to make. Right, right. Um, I mean, B-movies fascinate me, so it's just like... Brockton wonder... and Bo have gotten me more into that. No, I know. Yeah. We watched one of Brockton's favorites. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. It's the one he has... You remember the, the art piece for his birthday that someone got done? Where he's yeah, wearing the shirt so from it? Yeah, but there was so many on that, like, I can't even remember. It was, uh... It's something about Hawaii. Yeah. Okay. Cargo something, I think. I don't know. But it, it had a really bad CG... Or not CG. It was the 80s. Yeah. It had yeah, a really yeah. bad uh, snake model in it. Okay, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Avalanche Tricks... I, I wonder sometimes, because like, I think Germany for a while had a thing where you actually make money just for making a film, where you can get it completely sponsored. And I wonder if that's the case with some of these productions, where it's just like, it's more money to make... You actually get money for making the film as opposed to not. So yeah, yeah, just yeah. do it however crappy it is. Right, right. I'm like, I, who's the audience for this? I mean, obviously we watched it, but it's not like we make a habit of watching these films. Right. Um, so it was kind of... Yeah. It was what we expected it sure, to be. Sure, sure. We yeah. were doing other things you're while we watched it. Right, I mean, you're. it's a after midnight B horror movie. Okay. Yeah. But the big one we saw was the Belko experiment. Okay. Uh which you know had gotten kind of rough reviews obviously yeah. and seems to be doing I think it's made its budget back. Right. Which yeah. It's a horror movie so it didn't have a big yeah, one to begin yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was already in two showings when we saw it this weekend. Okay. Yeah, it was like one twenty and ten fifteen, which yeah, does yeah, not yeah. spell good right, times. Right. <laughs> well it also had some competition in the last two weeks. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but, it has been a bit of a big week for yeah. a couple of weeks. Um, but, you know, the premise of this one is a bunch of people in an office building in Bogota. It's like an American company in another nation, and they bring in people to work it. Right. Uh, the place gets locked up, and they say, you know, kill two people in the next half hour, or we'll kill, or you'll face consequences. Yeah. Um, you know, the movie escalates from there, where they, they finally realize, oh, this is serious, maybe we have to start killing each other. Yeah. And, you know, that's the, the, the run of it. It's sort of like, you know, it's kind of Battle Royale, Hunger Games. It was written by James Gunn, um, and, and I, I, that does bring a certain expectation, but if, if Kevin, as that's, Kevin was saying, is if you've read... Yeah, I follow him on Facebook, and, I mean, he said it was a movie he wrote, like, years ago. Um, didn't even know if it was gonna, if he was gonna do anything with it. Um, he binge wrote it in, like, two weeks, and he was going through a rough point in his life, so it was, you know, he even said that, you know, like... Guardians of the Galaxy is, I mean, was his most fun, like, you know, from that side of his brain, you know, like, that's side of his creativity. This was definitely the darkest thing he had written, you know, at least in a while. And even some of his earlier cult stuff, um, 
you know, even though they're darker, they still have a comedic aspect to them. Um, you know, he never sold this as any kind of, like, humor in it or anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just got picked up later, like, after Guardians and made, you know, in the last year or two. And um, he had, like, a producer credit on it, too. But it was ultimately, you know, another director taking on his work. And I think with an auteur like that, it's always hard for another director um to try to interpret it because ultimately um a writer director like that is going to have a specific vision in mind Mm -hmm. um so if he had directed it probably would have come out different maybe gone through more rewrites but yeah um you know i think definitely he would have brought a much different right perspective perspective. on a film he wrote eight years ago he would have he would have probably lightened it up right and you know it it I guess it was also, there's a lot of the standard James Gunn players in the film. Michael right. Rook is, Brother, Rook yeah, is yeah. there, Sean Gunn is there. Sure. Um, and he brings probably the most humor. I actually sure. really like Sean Gunn's character. Yeah, no, his, his um, character was good. It's actually got a pretty solid cast, too, because you also had uh, John Gallagher Jr., who you might not recognize the name, right. but was both the killer in Hush and in Tennessee. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he's kind of having a horror go of it, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, um, Like, I think of, like, a film like Super, which is, you know, tech, like a... Um, a satire, also a really gritty superhero movie. Like, there's a lot of things. It's you walk away from that movie not really sure how to feel, but there's still humor in it. It's not like it's very grim in many respects, but it's also has this very unique vision to it. It's um, and I think yeah, like I said, you know, Gunn would have done something different. Um, but you know, it not being funny, I don't think was the biggest problem. Yeah. To me, it was just. A lack of exciting kills. Yeah, yeah. Because if you go to see a movie like this, you're going for the well, kills. I feel like movies like this, they shouldn't... Like, whenever you bring in guns in movies like this, it automatically gets boring. Yeah, there's no... there's no Because there's no creativity. There's just guns. Yeah, this sounds terrible. Like, there's no creativity. Well, no, look, there's... Well, there's no... You have... I mean, like, in, well, in a movie like that, it's situational, and you have to have... It's set in an office fight. building. Right, yes. you have to have the characters, like, I mean, if you're going to spend this time with them and watch this happen, you have to have a motivation for them and have it, like, and they not just be this, like, quick, straightforward. Yeah, there's a reason class. The yeah. Hunger Games isn't just everyone gets guns. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, I, I, so, yeah, the kills could have been, well, it's really a problem of so much of the movie is them not really believing what's going on. Sure. And, you know, the social, social psychological aspects of it and that's can be done well sure but you know then you're waiting for the kills to start once they do start it's pretty immediate that people have guns yeah so there's not a lot of room there's one cool thing with like a with a a paper cutter where she removes the blade but Mm -hmm. that doesn't go anywhere super cool so uh, the kills just don't drive it home and it's just kind of an ugly murderous movie yeah um, and it's weird because we've watched a lot of these weird social experiment movies like Circle or Shelter right um and and the ending is kind of of that type yeah uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say, I would say, I wouldn't say go see it in theaters. You don't right, really need right. to. But if it's ever on something, like when it comes to Netflix yeah, or yeah, Hulu yeah. or Check whatever, it then, yeah. it's worth checking out just because some of the performances are pretty solid. Sure. And it's a lot of familiar faces. John C. McGinley from Scrubs is in this okay, too. Cool. Uh, David Dasmalkian, who played in Ant-Man and is going to be on The Flash okay, next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is a lot of, it is not a bunch of nobodies. It right, is a right, lot of right. mid-tier uh, you know, C or B list people that you definitely recognize, and there's some sure. fun to be had in that. But yeah, it's just kind of yeah. There. I'll probably check it out yeah, when it comes. So. I don't know. I, I was okay with it because I wasn't really. I was expecting just like a murder movie, but then yeah, like I said, once you get guns in a movie like that, it just turns into this just like 
Splatterfest, and then I'm like, well, this isn't enjoyable anymore because it's uh. just like it's over so quickly. Yeah, they spent way too. Yeah, they said so much of the time in the beginning of that movie where they're just like doing nothing, and then they are like, we need to make up for this, and they do everything. And, and then the yeah, last... they escalate way too quickly because yeah. yeah. the yeah. first one is like. Uh, you know, kill two people or we'll kill four people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it goes, kill 30 people or we'll kill 60. And there's only 80 people in the building. So it's like, there's not much movie left. Right. There's not not many people left. Right, right, right. It it just, it had a weird pacing. I feel like, I don't even know if he, it's the sort of thing where you'd expect there to have maybe been rewrites. And I wonder how much actually went into that. Well, because I want to say it got um, picked up like a year or two ago, but... He was already well into Guardians 2, so I Yeah, doubt... it was shot in 2015. Yeah, right. I doubt he had any time to really give it a necessary Yeah, I, it does, I don't think... Yeah, it was very much written by Sean, uh, James Gunn. There right. didn't seem to be any other writing credits, so... Right. It seems like possibly his first or second draft from eight sure. years ago, sure, so... Sure. Yeah. It yeah. probably could have used some polishing to make the plot work a little better. Sure, sure. Uh, but, you know, it was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. It, uh, I mean... If you want to go see it, go see it. Sure. I'm not... T- I mean, yeah. Oh, actually, one more movie you should mention. Kelsey saw Doctor Strange, finally. I did. Oh, I finally did. saw Doctor Strange. It was okay. Yeah. It, it's middle of the pack. It's nothing mind-blowing. I did not like Doctor Strange right. for the entire movie. And we were actually talking about it with Tim, and Tim's like, yeah, you know what? He reminds me a lot of Iron Man. And I actually said that. I was like, we no, have is, yeah. a douchey yeah. dude, a douchey It's very douche Iron dude. Man. He even gets, like, the, almost the, the <laughs> Iron Man facial hair at one yeah. point. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, it's like Iron Man. The visuals are very pretty. Right. I right. wish there was more Mads Mikkelsen in it because I love. Marvel yeah, doesn't no. care about their so, villains. They've Marvel more or less outright said it. I yeah. think recently. Rich um, was definitely the like super loved it. You know. Um, yeah, I think it's his. I think his I, favorite I, Marvel movie. I yeah, think, it was. Sure. I mean, yeah. I think. It, I mean, because uh, it what really attracts you about that is like you said, the world building and the effects and stuff. So, um, so yeah, no, I saw it with him, and he just like was head over heels about it, but that was, I mean, we were having the discuss- that discussion when we reviewed it, is that, like, with all the Marvel movies, it's just, like, um, you know, there's a lot of similarities between them, story-wise. Mm-hmm. Not all of them, but there are a lot with the origin stories and everything, and so it's a matter of what kind of style and what kind of aesthetic do you like the most, you know? So, like, for me, yeah. Guardians really, like, you stuck with me. No, yeah. yeah, definitely, yeah. It's just, it, there's nothing mind-blowing in it. It's very good. I mean, well, no, the CGI and stuff like that, like, all the world, like, the that that's mind-blowing. Any other cool. year, it would have won the Oscar yeah, <laughs> instead, of Jungle, instead Book. of Jungle Book. But that was mind-blowing. But, like, the story itself, I was just kind of like, nah. Right, right. <laughs> you know? I've seen it before. I feel like some movies are going to be built around, because they need something to stand out, and the visuals are obviously the thing. You know what I think strange. also harmed it? Our binge of Iron Fist, because I was so down with, like, just that type of that character. Mean, yeah. And I just want to slap him inside the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not to go too deep on Iron Fist, because this isn't the TV show, yeah. but uh, we've all seen it, and it was not... I've only seen the pilot. Well, we, yeah, we've all yeah. seen some of it. We binged it over the weekend. It was uh, not great. And you saw the pilot, so you kind of yeah, get yeah. a sense I, of how like, it's I not could, great. It was, yeah. But, yeah, so I think so whiny else... billionaire dudes. I guess he's not technically a... He's probably only no, a multi-millionaire. He's, he's only multi-millionaire. But yeah, like, only multi yeah. Rich yeah. dude who... Beca- and then they go into Eastern... Yeah. And then Eastern medicine, whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm done with this. Yeah, it gets old. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay. But I think that's it for movies that aren't Power Rangers. Yep. So, we're going to talk right. about Power Rangers now. The log... So, when this got... What, was our, what were our thoughts okay, when this first in. came... To be announced and going in, where where were we at from the trailers from all of that? Kevin, what, what was your experience? so for me? Well, 
first of all, like my Power Rangers experience. Um, I so I was born in '93, so I grew up on the show. Um, I watched up through Dino Thunder, which was more than most of friends like would watch. I mean, I was watching it up until middle school, like it through, sure. and so and most people stopped around like mid elementary. You know, that was pretty, the typical cutoff point. Um, but so I was a pretty avid viewer for multiple seasons, um, and then. Before that, I rewatched some of the old ones like Time Force and some of Mighty Morphin, rewatched the movie, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I came in not really with any expectations just because I was afraid that it was going to take itself too seriously. It looked from the trailers like it was going to go for like a too gritty reboot. And I'm just like, this definitely, on, guys. Yeah, the it's, trailers. Yeah. yeah, they were not, they did not sell me on it. I was like, even if the kids are good. I just was I couldn't really get excited about it because it was just like and then they showed Goldar and I was like no I mean like um, I was excited about seeing Cranston Zordon that was that looked cool but there was a lot that just didn't really excite me so I was like I just kind of went with eh whatever um, you know I mean like if it's bad I don't really care because um, I just go back and rewatch some of the good seasons whatever you know it's not really that big a deal right. Uh, well, for me, I was, yeah, Power Rangers as a kid was mm-hmm. very much the thing. One of my earliest memories of life yeah. is kind of just being in my room playing with a, a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers oh, juice yeah. dispenser, uh, as oh, well as that, action figures. I had those two. But best, I had... <laughs> best story I have from my, well, because this is how much I watched it. One time my brother, like, um, had a bike accident and he, like, um, fell on his face and, like, and so there's blood all over his face when, and a neighbor helped him back. And I and he comes to the door, and I was like, he looks like the Red Power Ranger. So that that was me. I mean, like, and I mean, the VHSs I annoyed my siblings with the most by watching over and over again were like Beetleborgs, the Power Rangers movie, all that. Yeah. Um. So I've I watched it as a kid. I stuck with it a long time too. Yeah. I, I was up there through. <laughs> That's it. You still stick stick with it. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I went through what Ninja Storm Dino Thunder era too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. A little bit past that, I think. Uh, on and off. And then, yeah. you know, I kind of hit that er- late middle school, early high school, ah, Power Rangers is lame and it's yeah, a kid yeah. show. And then by about college, I was like, no, actually, I still really like <laughs> Power Rangers. Um, at which point, you know, around three or four years ago now, it's been it's been a while, we, we our, our friend, a friend of ours had started, and Kelsey started watching, and then we all were watching it, and we started around, in space, the three of us all together, okay. um, Kelsey, I think, started at Turbo. I started at the final season, uh, third season of Mighty Morphin. Third season of Mighty Morphin. Okay. I thought you guys, I thought you came in later That's than that with him. Yeah. Okay. Well, third season of Mighty Morphin. And, and, and the, when, when, when Power Rangers came back to Nickel, or came back to Saban, I also watched, they, they aired like an episode of MMPR every day. So I watched pretty, a good chunk of that. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Um, online. And, yeah. uh, but yeah, at that point we just started watching. We're almost done. I think we're at the point now where we're watching seasons that did not exist when we started this uh, rewatch. Wow. Yeah, no, yeah, we're, we're at, yeah, the, yeah, Super Samurai didn't exist when we... When we started this. So, we're now in Super Samurai. We okay. only have a few years left, and I've seen Dino Charge, because I was watching it as it aired. Uh, now Ninja Steel. So, you know, a lot of people are coming at this as like, yeah, the Power Rangers are back. And the, in, right. in the sense of it being the Mighty Morphin team... Yes, but... But for know, a lot, it never went away, really. Yeah, it's it's sort of the thing no, where it's, it's like... it's still going. Yeah. It's still going, and it will continue to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably for God knows how long. Right, right. Um, so, so when, you know, when this got announced, 
I was worried. Mm-hmm. It might be too gritty and dark. And then the trailers were super gritty and dark. And there was that um, fan-made film like a few years ago that was super dark. Oh, Power Underscore Rangers? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Edie Shankar, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. It was cool, but it was, I was, it was afraid cool. they were going to try dark. to go... Yeah. I was afraid they were going to try to go that right route, but it would look so corny that it would just like be them taking themselves too seriously... And it would have fallen. I don't know if there was ever going to go that dark because I think there's like strippers and drug use yeah, in that. No, okay, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure Zach is like, he like. He has a three way at one point. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. So, probably not that dark, but. Uh, but still, in the sense that they go for a gritty reboot and take themselves too seriously, yeah, and no. it just looks really stupid. You know? It's always yeah. the risk of what what audience are you going yeah, yeah. for? Do you go for the classic fans, or right. do you try to attract new children? And I, right. I mean, realistically, probably old fans, just because right. you would look at the numbers. Power Rangers gets like a million viewers sure. on sure. Nickelodeon, so kids aren't maybe as excited about it. And it's not the cultural phenomenon sure. it was 20 years ago. Sure. And, you know, the trailers were all right, and the reviews came out, and they seemed pretty middle of the road, honestly. It, yeah. It, it was not as savage as I expected it to be. Right, right. Um, that gave me hope. Going so in. going in, I was also just... A, it was also a case of me going, you know... And I know a couple of the actors in the movies are Power Rangers fans, which mm-hmm. happens more and yeah, more yeah. these days. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and you could kind of feel it come through in their performances, yes. I think. We'll get to that yeah. specifically. But just, you know, however bad this movie was, I was like, I can watch Ninja Steel <laughs> the yeah. very next day and it's going to be fine. So... You know, I, I, I was curious what they would do, but there was no way I wasn't going to see this. And it didn't really matter how bad it was. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was kind of fine with whatever. Sure. Kelsey? Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way as you guys. Like, I was I was not a fan also that they were going so alien with it. Like, the way that, yeah. like, the stuff, like, it just seemed... Alien Iron Man. Yeah, I, yeah Alien Iron Man. Like, I, was, I wasn't I was a fan of that either because I'm just kind of like... I mean, like, I knew it was alien technology. Like, obviously Zordon's an alien and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And all that's And Rita and all that stuff. But I was just kind of like... But the Power Rangers weren't. They were in spandex. They were these colorful kids, and they had, and they were teenagers with attitude. And I was like, uh-huh. and these teen, teenagers seemed like teenagers with angst. And I was like, I don't yeah. want to trade that in. Right, and right. I, I just, I was worried that they were going to take themselves too seriously, and that it, it was going to be too dark and too gritty. And I don't, it just, because then I also, because I, then they basically said, like, no, this is for the old fans. This is for people who are in their 20s and stuff yeah. like that, like the people who originally, and I'm just like, yeah, but, like, we all want to see that old Power Ranger stuff, because we're still watching Ninja Steel, which yes. is still over-the-top goofy, very colorful, has very colorful people, and just, and seeing Rita, and I was just like, she's, like, uh, Trakina mixed with Freddy Krueger, and that's yeah, yeah, weird, yeah, 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 and yeah. seeing Goldar, and I'm like, why is Goldar a Megazord right. beast? And right. I was like, what <laughs> is no happening? Yeah. So, I came in it, I will, I, I came in it, with really low expectations and almost sure. a little bit of dread. You were you were ready to hate it. I was. I was all ready to hate it, which I hate going into movies like that. But I was just like, no. And from every trailer I, I saw, he was like, nothing is making me excited yeah, yeah. for this movie. Sure. <laughs> so uh, let's see how much we did or did not hate it. Uh, we're going to start with a plot summary as we do, and then we're just going to discuss this thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, Power Rangers opens. Millions of years ago, uh, on the planet Earth, as Red Ranger Zordon sees his team killed on the battlefield, <laughs> murder in, yep. in service of protecting the Zeo Crystal, which gives all life to the planet from the treacherous Rita Repulsa, who uh, was the Green Ranger but has turned on the team. Okay. Uh, he manages to kind of knock her out into stasis. He hides the power coins of the Rangers, and uh, things go dormant for sixty-five million years. At which point we meet up with Jason Scott, who is a young teen that gets in trouble by uh, putting 
a bull into the other his the rival school's yeah, gym. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Crashes his car, ends up going to detention where he meets other students such as Billy, uh, Billy Cranston, who is on the uh, autism spectrum, but who he helps out when he's getting bullied. Uh, Jason's under house arrest, so Billy offers to you know help him get around that with like a spoof card. Uh, if he'll in turn take him to the quarry out in the uh, where the the mining goes right. on. And we meet Kimberly in that we scene. We meet Kimberly too. in that scene. She's been bullied by her former friends for some reason that isn't immediately apparent. Uh, she cuts her hair off. You know, it's one of those punk scenes from the trailer that was like, oh, look how <laughs> yeah. edgy they are. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they, they all end up out at this quarry along with Trini and Zach, who mm-hmm. just seem to be hanging out in the area. Mm-hmm. And when they when when Billy causes an explosion, they find these mystical power coins and then have to run from the authorities, at which point they are leveled by a train. <laughs> And then wake up in their beds just fine. Not 100% sure how that happened, which I guess we'll talk about. Yeah, yeah. But at that point, they start to realize they have incredible powers and these power coins are bonded to them. So they all agree to go back out there together to the quarry where they find an entrance to an alien spaceship and a a robot named Alpha 5, voiced by Bill Hader, introduces them or, or gets them to all come together and wake up Zordon who is a big floating face in a wall now that can kind of shift around in this one. I thought that was cool. No, it was a cool shot. And he tells them they're Power Rangers and they have to protect the world from threats and protect the Zeo Crystal, which is in Angel Grove, where Mm -hmm. he crashed, from Rita Repulsa. Serendipitously, who is being kind of trudged up with the fish at this point, for some coincidental reason, but it's a movie. Uh, she comes to life and, as played by Elizabeth Banks, is kind of a crazy demonic witch in this interpretation. And she starts hunting gold and really wants to use gold to make her minion Goldar to dig out this Zeo crystal. So Zordon tells them they have 11 days to train and become a team and eventually, hopefully, be able to morph. And they have a lot of trouble with that. They start to bond as friends, but they aren't quite able to get to the morphing part. Zordon's kind of a dick who's just using them to bring his own body back. Uh, they bond over a campfire and kind of share their secrets with Kimberly kind of keep holding hers back. Mm-hmm. Jason finds it out later. Uh, finally, they all decide, screw Zordon, we're just going to go fight Rita, which ends really poorly for them when Rita drowns Billy and kills him. Uh, they take him to Zordon, and together they finally get it uh, enough uh, unity to activate the morphing grid and transform. Zordon, instead of giving his body back, lets Billy have it. Billy returns. The team teams up using their zords to fight Rita's minions of putties, uh, which are like concrete stone monsters in this interpretation, and the formed Goldar, who is a giant monster terrorizing Angel Grove. They come together, their zords stand against Goldar and actually fight as zords for once, which is pretty unique from the TV show where they almost never do that. Yeah. And uh, they're all pushed into a lava pit, at which point the zords turn into the Megazord. They fight off Goldar and take the green power coin from Rita, and uh, she gets smacked into outer space (laughs) and freezes over, at which point the Power Rangers decide they will be the protectors of the Zeo Crystal as needed. Mm -hmm. They're all friends now, and uh, Rita has threatened that there is some other evil force coming, Mm -hmm. which will certainly be set up for a sequel, as is a post-credit scene which teases the arrival of a new transfer student, Tommy Oliver. And that's the plot of Power Rangers in a nutshell. So... Um, Right, and I love your descriptions there. I mean, because the plot alone was pleasantly surprising for me in that it retained all the campiness that makes Power Rangers what it is. Um, and so, 
that was one of the things that struck me right away. It was like, okay, good. They didn't, like, go the super, like, gritty route. They kept it fun, like, with the night, I mean, with the angsty stuff in there, too. But that was my first big take. No, there's certainly... It was still fun. There's a lot of this movie that is definitely edged up. Yeah. But it is it is still, especially in the first act, yeah. a pretty goofy, silly, yes. dumb joke over the top film. Oh, yeah, especially right. with, like, Ludi Lin, who plays Zach. He's definitely always, he's very animated over the top. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, what's his name? R.J. Seiler? Yeah, R.J. Seiler. Like uh, he was he awesome. plays he Billy. Billy, yeah. Billy awesome. I think, is the standout. They, oh, without a doubt. Oh, yeah, all the yeah. characters kind of get little tweaks. Yeah. Um, and they, they made the decision to make Billy still a super genius, but on the autism spectrum. Right. And I think they handle it really well. They as did. far as no, character traits go, mm-hmm. uh, they make him a very likable, yeah. fascinating character to watch. Um, you know, he's in detention for probably the silliest reason of anyone, and that's right. just that he blew up his locker accidentally <laughs> not through any malicious intent just like he was like i wanted to make it and, and it happened really uh, he's the most fun to watch I think, oh without a doubt um no and that was the thing i was uh, i really like the chemistry between especially you know the I mean, the ones that get the most screen time attention would be billy jason and kimberly and all three i mean all they were all cast well but those three especially did really well work really well together because um, they make up the m- most of the first act because like you said trini and zach are just kind of hanging there um when they get to the cave um so we get their introductions kind of like a little faster you know um but that was what you know those are the big things that struck me right away was it was still fun and i liked the cast yeah Um, it it i think the most important thing you know there's been hundreds of over a hundred rangers at this point so it's hard to stand out especially when you're taking over iconic character roles Uh, and I think this cast does mostly a good job. I do, yeah, Trini and Zach are a little underwritten. Right. In that they just don't come into the they movie until much off, ra- yeah. later. They don't even get names until about the halfway point. Yeah, that was the thing. I was like, come on, yeah. you can't even say Well, <laughs> they do address it for Trini, like, because they're doing all this stuff, and they're like, oh, and Jason's like, what's your name? And she was all like, oh, we go through all this now when you want my name? So they kind yeah, of address it with of him, it. Right, right. with her. But not so much, Zach is just kind of like... I'm Zach. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I think now it, it's important to look at the film in two ways, right? Because it is still a film and it should stand on its own. Sure. And there's the aspect of, as a Power Rangers fan, is it super satisfying? Right. I think it's important to look at it as a film first. How successful do you think it is in telling the story it sets up still? Because I think overall, it is a very generic save right, the right. world Oh, yeah, plot. yeah, yeah. No, it is. So what we're looking at is do the character works work? Does, does it work scene to scene? And do we find the villain compelling enough? And uh, I would say, as far as the narrative, I think the biggest problem the film has is a very uh, slow, weirdly paced second act. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't think time is ever properly... It, it's very hard to tell how much time has passed. They actually... They don't during, even suit up until the last, like... Yeah, a big part of it is 30, just that they can't minutes. morph yet, right, right. for whatever reason. Right. Billy morphs at one point. But, yeah. like, for, like, half a split second. Yeah, and they don't actually... I don't think they ever give a clear reason as to why he was suddenly able to morph other than he wanted it his was friends some to emotional, stop fighting. Yeah, some emotional trigger kind of thing. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think he triggered it because he was like, so, both of my friends are fighting and I want to stand in the middle right. of them and I don't Keep know. them from... Yeah, yeah, it was... So there were, there were definitely some things where... And, you know, Power Rangers isn't the deepest mythology. It's well, like, yeah. there's a morphing grid. They have, wep- they have the ability to tap into it through these mystical power coins... And not morphers, which, you know, is fine the way they played it. Mm-hmm. 
they kind of stand in a grid together. I don't yeah. know they, because the way the movie plays, I guess they don't have to do that, but they they kind of do to actually make it work. The first I think for the first time they ha- they have to do it that way because they have to go because like the morphing grid's literally a thing in front of them that that, that ball that and, like activates around, and they have to like activate it so that they could like. Really except that Billy did it, it when they were just off training, it, which was weird. I don't know, but it seems like that they needed it. I feel like there's a certain catch twenty two with this movie, right? Where especially because even if you're not a Power Rangers fan, yeah, yeah, you've probably seen it or, or at least have an idea of what it's supposed to be like. So, right. especially as a fan, to me, it was like, man, this movie's kind of bulletproof because on the one hand if it's really dumb and over the top and stupid well it's power ages it kind of should be yeah. and when it's competent and well made it's like well okay it's a competent well made movie yeah, yeah. so coming out as a fan makes it very hard to it does. to parse through it i think the things where it sticks are where it's just poorly made right and right. and hard to follow I, okay go ahead. or i was just gonna say the montage scene does i think they actually mark off yeah the they days mark off the days they're, they're like by the way right, we're right. day five now um and so i think it's a little because because it does a good job of showing that they're getting closer as friends and right, I think right. there are some really fun scenes, like the scene of them throwing that star around detention together, or the uh, scene of them fighting over that donut and like flipping it up through the air and all that. And I like those moments where it just seems like they're kids having fun with suddenly being superheroes. I kind of right. wish there was more of that. Right, right. Um, but for, for me, looking at it as a movie, like wasn't so much like narrative problems I had. It was more that. I really didn't like the camera work, uh, just that it's yeah. this, like, I mean, I get it, it's the, like, modern Hunger Games, like, shaky handheld style, but that's very jarring for me as a viewer, and I've never enjoyed it, mm-hmm. um, and so, and I, I mean, I know that's, like, the thing today, but it's, it's an action movie, it's the worst for me, because it just, it can be very headache-inducing, um, and, I mean, even that opening scene, like, they kind of open with, like, the camera right on Zordon, and he's walking across the field, and there could have been a more clever way to establish that, um, you know, just, I would have, like, more establishing shots, um, you know, I didn't want the camera so up close on the characters all the time, um, so a little more balanced camera work there would have helped a lot. Yeah. Um, the effects were, like, fine, um, the fight, I mean, I didn't really like Goldar, but, I mean, none of us, we kind of knew that going in. Yeah. Um, the Megazord looked cool, but again, like, I wanted a better, it, like, uh, the, it's hard, it's almost hard to see the Megazord in that shot because the camera is up close too much. Um, like I said, more wide exterior shots would have really helped it. Yeah, they're always focusing on, like, whenever they're in the Megazord, the person, or if they're not focusing on the person, the, because... For whatever reason, mm. in this version of the Megazord, they each control a separate limb. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. or they're focusing on the limb that they're controlling. Right, but right. you don't see re- outside of like when it first comes out. Like, I'm like, you just, don't really see a Megazord. Shot. Right, just show up full it's, on. Yeah, yeah. It's weird because that's kind of always been. It's always been kind of weird in Power Rangers how they all work together to control the Megazord. Right, right. Uh, but usually they're in a cockpit together and yeah. you just kind of go with it. In this, they very much literalize it where they're all each like sitting at a joint. Yeah, Except yeah, yeah. For, what was, but Jason was just like, I'm the chest. You need core strength. I'm the That's chest. where it all comes from and he's the leader. I mean, yeah. He also probably like, had the head. They could have had but somebody. Well, he, he had the swords too. He summoned the swords out. Yeah, and then the hands had to get him. So yeah, I, no, I don't know. <laughs> it's a weird Megazord and honestly... The, some of the Zords looked better in motion than we, ex, I think, expected. No, that Mastodon, though. No, the Mastodon was a very... I, it gave this explanation... The movie gives the explanation that the Zords become the highest predator on Earth whenever they arrive. It's like, a Mastodon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, a, a, what was it, a Triceratops? Yeah, a Triceratops were just like, oh, yeah, those herbivores. <laughs> the well-known. Um, and I think... 
I, I wish the Megazord was less gray. And honestly, yeah. a lot of the CG with that, it's like it just went a little too Transformers. Yeah, yeah. And I, really, the biggest problem with Transformers is that all the robots look alike, so it's hard to right. tell them apart. At least here, there was one. Right, right. But I mean, you know, assuming there's a sequel, I want the Dragon Zord to look. I don't want. I don't want It'd be like the same. Thing, a terrible yeah. looking no, Dragon yeah. Zord. I want, but I want it to look like a dragon. Like I don't want it to look like whatever that was. I want it to be like a Dragon Zord. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, we'll see. To, that's imagining to the future. Yes. I think the biggest problem really... Actually, I think the the final fight wasn't terrible. No. I actually liked the action, and I thought they did some cool things as far as fighting all the putties, or when uh, the T-Rex sword got swarmed with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was, it was a pretty exciting enough action scene sure. for the, the climax of this movie. Um, the same things with the earlier fights. I actually liked their training montage mm-hmm. pretty well. Because, mm-hmm. uh, again... I thought they sold them growing closer pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then did the same with that fire, the scene around the fire. And and usually with opening up scenes like that, it can feel a little contrived. And maybe a little with why Zach started. But, you know, when he got to the point where he's explaining how he likes having friends and all that, I was like, you know, th- this is working for what it needs to do. The biggest character problem I had in the movie, uh, though, was the reveal of what Kimberly's big secret was. Yeah, because a lot of the a lot of the flaws are like, oh, I was, I was skipping class, or I have to take care of my mom, or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my parents don't understand my the the you know the sexual realizations I'm going through, or I was kind of a dumb kid who just put a bull in a school and then tried to run. Right, you know, those are all things where it's like kind of on the level, whatever. Or Billy's, where he's, he's dealing with autism. Right, right. And then Kimberly's is that she sent a nude picture of another student around, and then it still has it on her phone and shows it to Jason, and it's like. She feels really bad about it, but at the same time, it's like, that's kind of a step beyond what anyone else is doing. Yeah. And I know, you know, it's weird to think, because we're like a decade out of high school, and so I know that's a more prevalent problem, so it's probably, the impulse was probably what kids are going through this, but right, right. it does kind of shade her in a, I think, a far harsher negative light than a lot of the other characters. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, you know, I get why they held that off for a while, but like, um, yeah. but it was, a, I was like, okay, it's a little weird. And it more just serves her own arc of, of coming to terms with what she had done. And, and, you know, that's the thing. And teenagers are stupid. So, right. you know, as a teenager, you're going to do a lot dumber things. Sure. But it was, a, it, was a, it was a rough one. And there wasn't any, even any kind of, like, um, what's the word? Resolution to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah if no, anything, she's like... mean to them when they get attacked in the city. She, like, calls them out as sucking. Yeah, she's like, she's like, yeah, it's karma or whatever. And I'm just like... But you did the thing, and you didn't even yeah. get like, the picture, and it's just like... But... They were mean to you in a bathroom, but you kind of... Like, I would have done that. Well, they were mean to them in her in a text, too. Like, they were antagonizing <laughs> They were antagonizing, I guess. A little bit, but I mean, like, I wouldn't wish a buddy would fall on them, which is basically what happened. I just, you know, <laughs> when there's bullying, I think bullying is something that happens in high school. That's right. timeless. Uh, that's a classic problem but so she was getting bullied a little but it's like it's not like she was just getting bullied because bullies like to bully she Uh. had specifically wronged this person yes so it was just the one arc of a it was the one character arc where i feel like it didn't really go anywhere and it could have used more scenes or or something less severe they made it such a big point yeah, her secret it, being the yeah, big... Yeah, her secret being, and they made it such a big point and stuff like that, unlike anyone else's secret or they whatever. They make a big deal. Like, Jason doesn't tell his secret at the campfire either, but he's been our point of view character. Right, from, right. So we've seen what he's kind of going through. Sure. And it's still kind of a more privileged problem, but, you know, he's at least... Well, I think his problem more was the fact that he felt, because, like... Uh, it's like a problem with self-sabotage? A little bit. Well, it was also because, like, he was like, I, like, you know, this happened to me and stuff like that, and people are like... 
blaming me because the football team isn't going to do well. Like, right. that was the sort of thing. Like, he was just kind of like, it's not fair because I can't be a teenager. I can't be me because I'm Jason Scott and I have to be star quarterback and yeah. stuff like that. Although that was, the finals. that was one of the funnier moments was when Billy's mom <laughs> opens the door and is like, Jason Scott is here. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, also, Roy from The Office was his dad. I was like, yes. Yeah, there were a couple people that popped up in, in small roles. Because, yeah, Roy from The Office was his dad. Um, Trini's mom was um, Allie from, from The 100, 100, as well as uh, okay. Eureka. Okay. So it was, it's, you know, the standard kind of yeah. parent roles. But yeah. uh, I I liked... I'm trying to think what else there was. Uh, so let's talk, I guess, what did we think of Alpha and Zordon? I like Zordon. Like... Alpha was a lot, like, I think Bell Hader was a good choice for it. I mean, the look was still weird. Like, I mean, we were making fun of that months ago when they dropped th- that image, but it yeah. was a little better seeing it on screen. It was um, definitely better on screen and yeah. at that size. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. It, the initial screenshot and the action figure, because the action figure is the same size as the Right, movie. right. Like, right. the thought of him being that big right. was really weird. I think he works as a tinier, yeah. sillier droid. I kind of did like that they gave Zordon um, some more, like, like flaws to his character because yeah we've seen i mean he was always this like omnipotent father figure in the original series who could do no wrong and so here it almost like looks like i mean you know he said like oh rita just wanted more power but it sounded like you know she went rogue because he was too controlling and everything um which what about if they had like touched on that a little more it would have made yeah or uh, made an interesting um arc because I mean, I mean, Rita's a crazy demonic witch in the original, and she mm-hmm. is here too. That would have given it a little more levity, but that was what I got implied was that like they clearly had issues, and um, it wasn't mm-hmm. that she just wanted more power. You know, I wish because them. like she makes a mention of like her being a misfit, and then like them being misfits yeah, 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 being yeah, rangers, yeah. and I wananted that connection some right, more, right. where they're kind of just like because they kind of played up a little bit because Jason's all all like. You know, this is my team. Like, yeah, no, yeah, this yeah, is my yeah, team of yeah. rangers. Like, you yeah. can't do this. And so, like, and then Rita's all like, don't let Zordon tell you that you're, like, an outcast and stuff like that and a misfit and whatnot. And I was like, oh, man, no, that's really cool. Let's play that right, out. Right, And then they're and like, they did, they that's the line. Right, that was, right. yeah, the, the, I think the, the, I don't even want to say the problem, because I enjoyed Elizabeth Banks' over-the-top performance. But yeah, because yeah, yeah. she was by far the most cartoony character in the sure. film yeah she didn't get as much nuance or sure. solid character moments and we didn't really get a lot of her throughout the beginning of the movie because no, she doesn't show up no. a couple murder often, scenes yeah. really um of her eating gold <laughs> and whatnot yeah i know but, that was <laughs> so i would have liked more from her character it seems like she's the sort of character who could come back in future installments mm. she was definitely floating towards the moon right um but i i did like her as a villain like, yeah. I enjoyed what she was doing. She was kind of goofy and over the top. Right. Um, but really, you know, menacing when she would just way, <laughs> tore through them in, in civilian mode. Sure. And then shade them up and drowned Billy. Right. Uh, I I gotta say, I, I'm to the point where I'm so sick of the fake-out death in films. Yeah. I was almost like, man... Because it's just like, what do they want us to do? Like, are we actually supposed to have an emotional reaction to that? Or like, wow, this is a character... They haven't even suited up yet, so... He's going to die, they'll revive him in five minutes, and then, lo and behold, he's going to be... I'm like, 
why are we supposed to care about this? And they really played up the death for a while. Yes. Like, I think the um, only reason we're supposed to care about it is because, like, Zordon then chose instead of, he was like, that was when he finally clicked with the team. He was like, no, these are my, I get it my from, kids. Yeah. From I a character, it, it makes sense in a motivational sense, but it was no, just... But it's just, it happens so much. Yeah. I was, that's, yeah, it's weird, because I'm at the point in the movies where I'm like, yeah, let him be dead. Right. I was like, I like Billy, but also, maybe he's dead. But it was funny because I was like, man, I get why they killed him, because he's the heart of the team. But also, it's like, man, he's the only ranger there that doesn't get replaced. You kill one of them, I might buy it a little yeah, more. Really, yeah, really. I'd, I'd be down with Rocky showing up in the sequel, <laughs> uh-huh. bringing Cat. Um, but uh, you know, I, I'm trying to think. It, yeah, it was a fake death. Oh yeah, it's unfortunate. But this movie, it's this isn't a wholly original movie. It plays with a lot well, of yeah narrative yeah. cliches. But you know, you, the ideal is that it's told in an entertaining way, uh-huh. and for the most part, I think it. Does a good job of that. Um, I guess we should address the sponsor in the room because Krispy Kreme clearly made this film, guess, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Out of how many, that was how awesome. many donuts does this movie get? Because it millions out of million donuts. It, you know, it actually worked. It, the, it was a perfect Power Rangers moment just because, like, that line Rita says, like, "Oh, is this a special place or a majestic place?" And they're like, "Yes." I'm like. Yeah, it is. Krispy Kreme is. Oh, oh. I just love when she's walking along and she sees the cup and she's like, oh, that Krispy Kreme. And I'm just like... I was like, that's beautiful. That's, it made... You know, it's weird, that's too. That's such a Power Rangers thing. Because one of my favorite scenes in the movie is at that Krispy Kreme when they're fighting over that donut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And course. I was like, oh, that's subtle. That's fine. They went to Krispy Kreme. But then it's plot integral and it's like, oh, yeah, it's under the Krispy Kreme. We must go to Krispy Kreme. Goldar, destro- I'm going to eat a donut at the Krispy Kreme. They made some good money. <laughs> that shot where she's like leaning on the on the table and she's eating a donut while Goldar just smashes the building, but not the sign. That sign is still standing at the end uh, of it. Light, not like, light of low angle. It's like the it's like the shot from Bad Boys where right, a helicopter right. goes over. Except it's the Krispy Kreme. Right, stuff. right. Like a Michael Bay movie has so much product placement, but like it's a bunch of different ones. Like they're like there'll be a battle going on, and they'll just like go over like a Starbucks logo, and then to. Like, Geico, and to show you, like, all these things. This was a perfect way to comment on all that by just having one and exaggerating it. It was so much fun. No, I mean, it fit the Power Rangers, and it also made sense, because Jordan had sent me a picture of, like, a Krispy Kreme donut pack with the Power Rangers on it. I was like, this is the weirdest. They also have, you can go to the store and get, like, with the power, the lightning bolt symbol on it. I was like, why are they doing so? And it's like, oh, now I get it. Yes, it's like, oh. (laughs) And I'm curious, it's like, you know, who knows how well this movie is not going to do internationally and locally, because I don't think it's having a great opening weekend. It's a decent, though. I think it's what forty million. Yeah, on a hundred million budget, it, okay. it's it's got a it's got a road to pay before it's sure, even sure. considered a success. Right. So right. you know, international might do it because Power Rangers is weirdly Japanese, big abroad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Well, both. It's weird because Sentai gets adapted, and there's like Korea adapted our okay. adaption, and now there's a sequel series to one of their adaptions of our adaption. So it's like, what wow. happened? Wow. Okay. So Power Rangers it's like and Sentai. Fan fiction. It's impressive. Are pretty big, so it could have a really good opening in like China or something. Sure. Sure. Um, but I'm curious if they'll just keep using these big product placements to finance it. I'm like, right, is, that, right. is that worth the trade-off? And it's like, kind of, and, and I guess this is, because we still have more to talk about, but honestly, I overall enjoyed this movie, and it oh, was I, yeah. really weird to say that after yeah. so much dreading of it, right, that right. I actually came out having had a really fun time Yeah, with it. that was, what, I mean, same reaction as me, I mean, like I said, I would have liked a different directing style and less of the handout stuff, but... I mean, characters were fun and engaging, um, like the new cast, um, plot was fine, um, and it had just enough changes 
from the original, but still maintained the feel of it uh, and had all that campiness in it that made it really fun. So overall, no, I did have a good time. Well, you know, definitely. I mean, like outside of the fact that it's it, it's a very dark movie, like just visually dark. Yeah, movie, that that yeah, the, yeah, that's like, something we still hadn't brought up. Yet. Yeah, I mean, outside of that, yeah. it, it hits the beats of a lot of Power Rangers things that I enjoyed. So right, no, right. I walked out of it and I was like, no, that was a that right. was a, I would watch it again. Yeah, it is worth so, noting, like Kelsey just mentioned, the yeah. lighting or just just cinematography and lighting were the biggest problems for me. It yeah. was such a dark film, yeah. and and you know what's interesting is because I think. The costumes aren't great. I, I, I not oh, that they yeah. were ever going to do full-on spandex, but yeah, yeah. But they did the job. But right, I think they would have fared better because literally in any other medium I've seen them in, I've liked them more. I like them in mm-hmm. the. There's a mobile game now where they mm-hmm. feature. They look pretty good in animated form. Mm-hmm. The pops look pretty good and colorful. And are the problem gonna, is, are you going to read that new comic that comes out this week? The Power Rangers Aftershock. It's a sequel to this. To the movie? Like, yeah. I might read that. I yeah, it comes out from thing. Boom. Like, uh, um, I think on Wednesday. Yeah, I would read comics set in this continuity because okay, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. that they're going to get another sequel yet. But uh, right, right, they have a six film plan. Okay, I yeah. think. But yeah, the lighting was just so it was so dark, it is, and it, yeah. it felt to be going for that more realistic. It's it's dark, but you know, there's the scene when they're all. It's from the trailer too, but the scene of like, look, guys, we're glowing, and they're floating in the water. I'm like, are you? Mm-hmm. It's like because it's just murky, dark water with like slight lights coming yeah. off. Some of them glow. But, like, the black and the blue ranger just fade into nothingness in that scene. Yeah, yeah. And it's really unfortunate because... Because Billy was my favorite character. And, yeah, you know. and I just wish it had been a brighter movie because it's Power Rangers. It, it is, should yeah. be bright. And it feels like... You wonder who, who was... Like, Dean Israelite directed it. Right. Um, I never I saw like, Project Almanac, so I didn't... I haven't seen that. Yeah. And there's the sense it's, like, how much Power Rangers was he really trying to follow with? And, you know, I, he hit a lot of the beats. Right, right. But... It certainly was a film that wasn't full of references, which right. we're going to get to because that's going to be us nerding out completely. That's what I wonder minutes. is how much of the creative team were big fans. I feel like the screenwriters had to be in somewhere or another. Or there I mean, were some things the writing, in there The writing definitely... team has changed a lot. Originally, it was like, um, what's his, Zach Stentz and Ashley Edward Miller were attached to it at one point. Max Landis was attached to it at one point. So the, it's worth noting that the behind-the-scenes team has changed several times, which happens a lot, but that's just, like, I just remember when they were announced, like, See, um, you know. Yeah, and though, and People like, I mean, Stance and Miller, I can imagine as being super fans, because, I mean, the, yeah. um, and they would have brought a lot of, like, the fan base to it. Yeah. Chip Lynn is is the basically the showrunner of Power Rangers right now, uh-huh. and has done it in the past. Just let him have a crack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, really, yeah. A pass, at least, to right. see it. But, sure. no, honestly, yeah, lighting was, was just... It was, it was a very dark movie, especially because yeah. they spent so much of it in a cave. That's the thing. <laughs> just... It makes it very jarring, and there's no reason why the final battle couldn't have been a little more bumped up, because it's not, I mean, it's just the town, and it's not going to be this, like, super apocalyptic kind of thing. Like, it's, I mean, make it fun, because at that point, they had done the, they did the theme song when they're um, going out and all that, like, just, so yeah. yeah. It was yeah, not yeah. a great arrangement yeah, of yeah. the theme song. No. It was very shoehorned, but... I, I, um, when I said... I actually texted you about the soundtrack being a problem, and it was really just how bad that was. I actually liked, like... Um, yeah, the rest of it was... I thought it was fine. The, the music choice. I mean, they were modern music, which right, you expect right. in yeah. a film like this, sure. and, and I thought they fit the scenes well. But no, I remember everyone in the theater was like... It was the kind of laugh you expect from that. We were all just kind of like, oh my... Like, when that came on, and they were just like, go, 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 you know, and... Um, but, yeah, I mean, once that comes on, it's like, okay, come on, lighten up, you know foreground a little bit yeah fortunately they were it was a daytime fight so it was a little better yeah but it was but still yeah 
yeah, it just everything was so great in that movie, which I think, which I just I was like, I know they were trying to go with the angsty thing, but that like, like just, they're colorful rangers. The thing is, like, even if you have an angsty group, you don't need the lighting to like force that theme into you know like yeah. you can have it there but it could have been more subtle you know it didn't well they weren't out. even as angsty as they came off in the trailers like, exactly in the trailers, yeah. they, were very they looked like they were just like but yeah. in the, when you actually got them no they were like teenage they, kids yeah, right and they right. actually were pretty friendly with one another right, i mean right. yeah. trini and, wanted to run away at first right but not in law they, they seemed to like each other yeah, and yeah. that was nice because usually even even when Jason and Zach kind of fought for us, like it's not like That's they had the thing. I thought there grudge. was going to be a big grudge. They didn't them go for Leonardo yeah. Raphael right, sort of right. dynamic there. Sure. They probably will with Tommy showing up. I feel yeah, like yeah, they'll that, definitely yeah. Yeah. do that in a sequel. But sure, um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, and then and then just the editing in the middle because I feel like the training got kind of lost. There was a scene where they were like, "Let's all camp out," and then but the same night, Trini was back home and Rita jumped her yeah so yeah, yeah it was yeah, kind was of like over, yeah. was there supposed to be another night there did did i'm sure there's right. stuff on the cutting room floor with this sure thing. a little pacing issues there um yeah. but i think most of what was in the trail i'd have to rewatch the trailers but i think most of what was in the trailers were was in the yeah i don't film. think that was i mean they were pretty short trailers too i think yeah. the only thing that's different from the trailer in it is that in the trailer when they glow you actually kind of see them glow a little <laughs> bit better than in the movie that, that's yeah. a change they shouldn't have no, because, because uh, I remember being like, no, I can see the little black outline around him. There's blue, there's pink, red, and yellow. And then it was like in the movie, they're just like, we're glowing. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess yeah. just take your word for it. I think I think when you have multicolored superheroes in a dark movie, you shouldn't yeah. call it out because it, it, it becomes very stark. Um, right, right. But yeah, overall, as a movie, I think it works. It's not going to be for everyone because I think you have no, to no. want to yeah. see a weird superhero angsty teen sure. film. Sure. Um, I watch I, I mean. Kelsey and I watch Pretty Little Liars, so yeah. we, we love <laughs> teen stuff. Uh, and Riverdale. Yeah, no, but we... we, we so we watched this anyway, and we watched Power Rangers, so it, it kind of worked. Right, um, right. But let's 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 get really... If, if you're out there, and you just want to review the film, and you're not a super fan, you can probably turn it off now, but we're just going to yeah. talk about all the references and all okay. the, the silly things and all our really nitpicky differences. Sure. Um, so and I let's guess, start... Are we starting in the beginning? Uh, yeah, we can start right up top. So I guess the Zeo Crystal is the first big reference to yeah. anything. Which like, I, I liked. Yeah. I feel like, if you're planning six films, I feel it's inevitable they're going to get an upgrade at some right, point, right? right? Yeah, they have to go Zeo. Like, they just, I don't understand. Although, the coins, they kind of, if I remember correctly, they did almost refer to them as Zeo Crystals, like part of the Zeo Crystal. Mm-hmm. So I th- I don't know. Maybe what... they'll unlock more power. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so confused. Oh, especially because also that they she wore that in with the Zords thing where the Zords become the most powerful predator, and I'm just like, are we just gonna get humans next? Because like the Zeo Zords are just. I mean, humans are the the <laughs> most da- the, the most dangerous game. No, I know they are, but I mean, nowadays. But it's just like, yeah, we're just gonna get rid of. Like, I just there has to be like such a big death of the Megazord and stuff like that, and then for some reason new Zords have to pop out. For whatever reason. Well, really, it's a question of how long do they stay Mighty Morphin. And I feel like probably a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if we're looking at major arcs they could do, right? They do Green with Evil. Mm-hmm. Then you do a lot... Maybe, maybe you combine Green with Evil and Zed. But yeah. I feel like if they're planning six films, didn't, it's probably Green for Evil, then Zed. Didn't Rita say she was the Yellow Ranger, though? Because when she visits Trini, did, well, which one? No, was, no, she no, said she, she, killed, she killed the Yellow Ranger. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because gotcha, we gotcha, see gotcha, her yeah. in the Green Ranger helmet. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah Outfit yeah, yeah. at the yeah. beginning of the movie. Yeah. And she has um, the power coin in her staff. Okay, yeah. gotcha. And so I, I would expect Zed gets his own movie, and then... Yeah. 
After that, you kind of have to go somewhere. I mean, I guess you could just keep. You probably you could do an Ivan Ooze movie, probably. Yeah, that'd be weird. That would be on board. I don't care. But then they become the Ninja Rangers. Maybe, maybe they don't. Maybe they just go Zio from there. You know, you can remix stuff. I don't think this is beholden no, to I the mythology. No, I know it's not, but I'm just like, but like, there's like some in the in the middle. There's so many permutations you could do. Yes. You could do the White Ranger saga. You could. There, yeah. This is so. Like I said, super dirty, folks. <laughs> um, but as far as other things, before we get to full-on sequel territory, this was this was such a weird little thing where it seems like they say, came so close to it, and it really bugged me. And this is how nitpicky it is. When 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 they pull her onto the ship and throw her into the 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 under thing, and the cop shows up, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they keep talking about how much it stinks down there. I was like, why don't you just call it a dumpster? Because day of the <laughs> dumpster, she came out of a dumpster in space. Just call it. Yes, that. And I was like, yes. just name drop it. It's a dumpster. Right. That feels only like only people like us are gonna get that. Yeah. I feel like that was probably there at one point. Because that's where I'm like rewrites probably. That's why right, right. reference it as a dumpster. It's like that's dumb. It's like no, it's perfect. Yes. Um. So so it was generally there, and I was like, yeah. just just just. Say it. All you have to say, it kind of smells like a dumpster. Like, it's, it's all you have to say, you're just like, yes. Because <laughs> we had a few moments like that that were really good, where right. it was like a, a fun little reference. Obviously, uh, Alpha 5 said I, 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 I a few times. Right. No, well, he said oh, it two times. Two times. Two two times. times. Okay, gotcha. My only problem with Alpha 5, which is nerd time, is he was more like <laughs> Alpha 6 than he was Alpha 5, and which is real nitpicky, <laughs> but I was just like... Man, this should be Alpha 6. This is not Alpha 5. <laughs> That's the name people know. I know it is. It's always the game of these reboots. <laughs> it is, but I was just like... He's so much more like Alpha 6. And I know that, like, that's super... I know it's super nitpicky and whatnot, but I was yeah, just like... You know. The the biggest the biggest fun one to to us was there were... All the streets in Angel Grove were named after cities that other teams of Power Rangers lived in. That's cool. Yeah, so so there's one part where there's Mariner Bay. Mariner Bay, which is um, Lightspeed Mariner Bay is Lightspeed Rescue. Reefside, Reefside is Dino Thunder. Thunder. And Ocean Bluff, which is Jungle Theory. Yeah, it was all the water That's ones, cool. for whatever reason. But I we, did not notice that. There, yeah, because there was one where they very specifically, I'm at the corner of Reefside and Mariner Bay, and we had one of those, ah! We were just like, <laughs> they name-dropped it! Uh, so that was cool, because I know they're never going to bring any of those teams to screen, unless right. they do, like... You know what they could do? Because they could do the Alien Rangers, or they could have, like, those other teams from, like, out of outer space be... Uh, I think Alien Rangers is very possible just because of all... Because the they, they were Right, right. Also, yeah, Zordon was literally an Alien right, Ranger. Right, right, um, and, and they definitely set up the idea that there's other teams of Rangers, because they call yeah. out that the Zeo Crystals exist on planets with life. So there's right. definitely the possibility... And there's some more name dropping. They can go to Miranoi. You say Miranoi is a planet. With, <laughs> it is a place with, with swords in it. To, yes, to become Lost Galaxy Rangers. So there's definitely that option, which is really cool. Um, and then, obviously, the one I think everyone in the audience freaked out about was Amy Jo Johnson and oh, yes. Jason, Jason David Frank yeah, popped in for a little cameo. Yeah. And I love that he was wearing pink and he was wearing green. And I was just like, look at It had guys. to happen because he was even trying to downplay it because there were rumors that he was going to have a cameo, which was kind of obvious. But If you're going to get anybody. To, he was on Facebook. He was trying to say, no, I'm not in it, guys. Like, uh, like those were fake. And of course he is, yeah. Of course he is. Uh, it was nice to see Amy Jo Johnson, too. Yeah, though. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if anyone, they she are the most... She looks the same. Oh, my gosh. She has aged she very not, well. Yeah. He's aged very well. Yeah, both of them. Both of them. <laughs> like, it's kind of crazy. All of them. And, you know, it's kind of... you got to remember, they actually were teenagers. So yeah, most know. of them are only late 30s, early 40s at yeah, this yeah. point. Yeah, So, you know, they do look good because it's only been 25 years. Yeah. Um, but still, it's like, dang. Yeah. Yeah. 
and you know, well, he stays working out. Yeah, he's, he's an MMA fighter. fighter. Yeah, so you know, yeah. He, he developed his own martial arts style. Yeah, he's an MMA yeah. fighter, and also he's still a Power Ranger a lot of times. Oh well, yeah, oh, he comes back anytime they want him to. Um, so it was exciting to see the two of them. Uh, other things, it was obviously, I, I feel like. Apparently, now the Wikipedia page says Reed is in service to Lord Zed, and I, they never really name drop that, so I don't know how canon that is. They just, she just says that there's, if you destroy me, there's going to be another dude, basically, and so I assume people are like, she's probably talking about Lord right, Zed. Right. Machine Empire. <laughs> I swear, if they do Machine Empire before Lord Zed, I will literally just do some Diva Talks. Ecliptor. Ecliptor's amazing. No. I'd be okay with Ecliptor. Ecliptor and Villanax should come in. (laughs) Wait, did you rewatch the Turbo movie this week? Not yet, because it wasn't streaming on anything. Oh, okay, gotcha. Unfortunately. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, But I've seen seen it a lot recently, because it's on HBO. A lot. But yeah. uh, So, the one thing, I I don't know where they would have fit, but man... Is it too much to ask for Bulk and Skull in some Really? Capacity? Seriously. Like, I mean, they name-dropped a lot of other things. There was a bully. Because really, they only... I mean, because there were scenes at the school. It would have been fun just in the detention room or something like that, you know? Like, yeah, that would yeah, have been fun. I also wanted a juice bar reference, just to see. Oh, it. Ernie's gin and, yeah, gym Ernie, and juice yeah. bar? I was like, not gin and juice, gym and juice. <laughs> they, they could have done, you know, like, because uh, in the Power Rangers comic now, in that short at the back, they have Bulk and Skull have their own YouTube channel. They could have done something like that, where they're just like... Yeah, maybe they'll come in in the sequel. I mean, when you um, have a yeah. six-film plan, right. maybe... <laughs> and so really, ridiculous. like, the, yeah, I, I mean, if it happens, Maybe you but, want to introduce these elements slowly, maybe Bulk and Skull do well, show Well, I mean, this was very, like, I mean, like we said, it took them forever to morph in this one. This was very It much was an just, origin. It was very much yeah. an origin, just establishing these things. So, you know, they can easily pull in those elements later. Like, um... What do we think? So, post-credit scene. Because the whole time, obviously, there was going to be a post-credit scene. Right, right. Did, was it, was it always going to be Tommy? I mean, is, was that the only choice that they teased Tommy? Pretty much. I mean, I can't see anything else that would satisfy fans in a Zed. way like that. Show off. See, that I mean, was... Zed would be cool, but it's like, I mean, if you're gonna... I, mean, I know, you, you know. people want the Green Ranger. But yeah. to me, at least, my thought was, you know... There's no one cast yet, so it was always going to be just a jacket on a chair. Right, whatever right, right. to do. But it would have... Like, Zed, you could at least have some kind of CG model or, like, a staff. Cool. And it would have at just least given see. a hint of malice. Just to see, yeah. To me, I guess, it, that's where I go. They're probably just going to do the evil Green Ranger arc for the next movie. And that's going to be the big bang. I would think so. Um, and then, you know, there's, then, a, there's a way they could bring in other villains, too. I don't know. I understand though how they're going to do the evil Green Ranger arc because it doesn't seem like because before it's like Rita it is makes five an episodes evil, in the original. No, I know, so, but, yeah. no, I'm not that. But Rita makes an evil Green Ranger, like she right, makes right. it. But in this, the Green Ranger was always a ranger. Like she was, she was a part of the like the original Ranger yeah, team. Yeah, was I could plus see. a Green Ranger. So what is his impotence to be evil? Except for maybe he's just a jerk. And it really gets powers. I think it comes back to how signed Elizabeth Banks is to do more movies because you could have him find it or get it somehow and maybe her influence and like because yeah. in the comic right now he actually is seeing visions of Rita right right like he sees her and is haunted by the memory of what he did so you right. could have it where she's like a voice in his head or something oh yeah definitely I was just curious because for the first because they make it where it was like no 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 the Rangers were originally a team of six they were not a team of five they were a team of six and then yeah. the one Ranger broke off yeah yeah and became evil. So it was very interesting. Yeah. Because normally you get a six ranger later and they're just like... Have that green candle going. Yeah, have yeah, that yeah, green yeah. candle. Where's yeah. that green candle? Um, 
I'm curious to see how they're going to put that gold shield on that terrible oh. suit of armor. I doubt we're going to get it, because, I mean, yeah. hers didn't have it. Everyone loves the gold shield, though. No, I know, <laughs> but I'm just saying, hers didn't have it. And hers she was green and gold, and she loved gold, so. Yeah, she did yeah. love gold. Yeah, maybe that's how she'll control him. She'll put an evil gold shield on her. <laughs> if that's it. I mean, like, it'll work, because it's powering his body. Like, that's so dumb. Okay. Yeah. Um... But yeah, from a fan point, I was I was surprisingly satisfied. I could have done with more references, and I don't normally say that, but I feel like with there Power Rangers, yeah. there was room for it, and they're so subtle, they're gonna just go over people's right, heads right, anyway, right. so it's not like it right. matters. Um, that's well, why we I had that theme song kicking right before the battle. Uh, <laughs> was it? It was like Go Go Power Rangers, Go Go Power yeah, Rangers, yeah. and it was done. I was like, Oh, they got to the city. Yeah, stuff. why didn't they just start it like when they were they come out in full suit? You know, just like, do it. Yeah. That is like, my biggest problem with them. Is that when they when when there's a big thing that happens and they morph up? There's I mean I knew they were gonna do the fireworks and multicolors right, behind right. them, but like where was that scene where it's like yes. yeah we're the Rangers? Yeah. Just like he was oh. like they walked up hey, the stairs. It's morphing time. They walked time. up the stairs. And then they walked cool. up the stairs. Yeah, but like there wasn't that scene. It where was not like, triumphing there. You know? and they're just That's like, true. You know, like, the strength of karate poses? Yeah. yeah. I didn't even need that. I just needed them to be like... No, you just, needed that feel to it. Yeah, that, that yeah. like epicness of yes. just like... Because even the, the intro into it, Jason's like, it's morphin' time. And I'm just like... It's morphin' time. I was like, I have to say John had a heart attack and then he was just like, oh, no. You need to you need to like actively kick Billy's corpse out of the way and be like, it's morphin' time. Yeah, if you ever actually look back into Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, when they morph... And Jason is there. He literally pushes people out of the way to be at the front and be like, it's morphin' time. There's a super yeah. cut on YouTube, which we should just watch because, sure. you know, we're about to hang out for a bit after this. Sure. But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it would have been nice. It could have been goofier. And I'll probably always say that about that. It could have been goofier. But, you know, as far as Power Rangers things, I like it than some of the worst seasons of the show. Definitely. Yeah. I like it better than the Turbo movie. <laughs> Well, the Turbo it's movie is it's not fun, hard though. to surpass. Huh? It's but so it's bad. Fun. It's, it's so real bad. bad. Yeah, I mean, it's really. Hey, bad. guys! I'm the new Blue Ranger. No, shut up. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> no. Uh, so overall, would we see a sequel? I think it's yeah, yeah. We don't. We don't want a sequel. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would see this one again in theaters, just because again, like the camera work is very. Yeah, no, it's not something I'm going back. But like, um, but I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I don't think you're missing anything for seeing it on the big screen versus seeing it on your screen at home. Like, there's some movies where you're just like, no, no, you want to see us on the big screen. Yeah, I would say fine either way. If you haven't seen it though, I would say see it on the big screen just to support it. Yeah, no, definitely support it. Right, because I mean, like I said, like, and um, and you know, I really hope for the best for these kids too because they did all did a really good job and um, we're gonna see one of them again um dockery montgomery is in season two of stranger things oh awesome nice Um, speaking of this is one last thing he he actually was a really good red ranger he was great great when you get a lot of really crappy bad leader red rangers across 25 years to pull off i mean that's yes i think he fills the role well yeah uh so that was nice yeah no it was because yeah he was he was the leader but he was like his. He was like, no, this is how I'm going to run this team. He's like, because yeah. Zordon was all like, no, this is your team. You make the decision. He's like, no, this is mm-hmm. my team. I run mm-hmm. it the way I want to run this team. And it was really good. Drop I liked that a lot. Yeah, yeah. He's like, done with you, Matrix face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so overall scores, I would probably go uh, seven five out of ten because yeah. I feel like there were still things I would have fixed. Right, right. But I really did enjoy it, and I will definitely see it again at some point. Possibly in theaters if my fiance wanted to go mm. when she gets back from her trip, but probably I will definitely buy the Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, so that's mine. Seven five, I'd say. Yeah, I'd go solid seven out of ten. I mean, like I said, the things I'd fixed, but I was pleasantly surprised on a lot of things, and 
Um, I recommend, I messaged a friend this morning and it was like, yeah, it's surprisingly better than I thought it would be. Yeah, I'll have to go with 7, 5 out of 10. It's, it, it hits a lot of the good beats, but there are just things that you're just like, they could do better, yeah, maybe yeah. brightening up that movie. Right, <laughs> uh, polishing. And, yeah. yeah, just polishing. But no, it's a solid movie. And yeah. But if you're if you're a Super Rangers Super Rangers Power fan, if you're a Power Rangers Super fan, you know I think so, I think your mileage still may yeah. vary, but you should yeah. see it. It is not ruinous, no, no. by no, any no, stretch. No. It is worth seeing if you've endured some of the worst seasons of Power Rangers. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that is uh, our review of Power Rangers, yeah. and uh, you know we have all kinds of content always coming out. Definitely be sure to check out our archive at thejoyofgaming.com, where mm-hmm. you've got all our past episodes. Or on iTunes, just search The Joy of Geek, The Joy of Gaming. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Facebook, The Joy of Geek, The Joy of Gaming. On Twitter, at The Joy of Game. Mm-hmm. Uh, our website, thejoyofgeek.net, where there's written content all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can find me personally at Indigo Master, E N D I G O M A S T E R, on Twitter, as well as at jordanelsega.tumblr.com for all of my writing stuff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Kevin. And you can find me on Twitter at KWShafe, K W S C H A E F. Um, you can also find me on jpeak.net and on ultimatecomics.com where I write uh, weekly comic book reviews on Wednesdays. So for all new books, check that out. And you can find me on Twitter at Nerdy Loki. That's it. That's it. That's it. I'm not as impressive. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, well, uh, the the eternal question, what are you guys going to be watching? Anything in your immediate future? <laughs> future? Um, well, like I said, I found that list on Den of Geek uh, of like, horror films. Um, to go through, and some of them I'm seeing, but um, I do want to start going through that because, um, like I said, there were some good ones that just look really stupid, and others that look genuinely good. Um, but aside from that, um, well, the Baby Driver trailer dropped, like, oh, yeah. which I'm so excited yeah, about. That movie looks that's, fantastic. Yes. That's a ways off, though. Yes, I know, I know it's a ways I mean, it's in August, but it's a new Edgar Wright movie this year, so I'm very stoked about that. Um, and then, of course, we got Guardians and Spider Man, mm-hmm. all that coming up. All right, Kelsey. Um, well, hopefully, I'd love to see John Wick 2 in theaters, because I love John Wick so much. And um, that second-run theater. Get that, oh, God, somewhere. And also, um, I'm thinking probably I might rent Raw when I go home, finally see that. Okay. I'm probably, I'm really looking forward, The Black Coat's Daughter is the last big movie of March, and I don't know how big of an opening it's going to have, but I'd mm-hmm. like to see that. Um, I'd also possibly, I still want to see Get Out, because that's what we were going to so see yeah. yesterday. Yeah. And that fell through, as well yeah, as Kong. I really yeah. want to see Kong. Uh, and then we might watch Knowing later. Who knows? You, Do you, it. We, it's already in our queue, so. Do it. Um, but yeah, as always, we are the Joy of Geek. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. And, uh, you know, we will talk to you next time. I'm Jordan Alseka. Kevin Schaefer. Kelsey Lair. Have a good week. Take care.